Texas Attorney General Paxton firmly resisted federal demands for state authorities to vacate a public park along the U.S.-Mexico border recently taken over by state National Guard soldiers. This defiance sets the stage for a legal confrontation with the Biden administration regarding national immigration policies. Responding to DHS Jonathan Meyer, Paxton staunchly refuted the administration's claim of the state's actions being clearly unconstitutional, signaling that Texas has no intention of retreating from its stance. Wade Addison reporting. The U.S. launched its fourth series of strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen within a week in response to continuous Houthi attacks on commercial vessels. U.S. Central Command confirmed that the operation targeted 14 Iran-backed Houthi missiles ready for launch in Houthi-dominated areas of Yemen. CENTCOM highlighted the urgent threat these missiles pose to merchant vessels and U.S. Navy ships, ready to be launched at any moment. Benjamin Wright reporting. Intense Israeli air raids hammered the Gaza town of Khan Yunis, escalating the death toll of the conflict with Hamas militants to 24,448 Gaza residents and 193 Israeli troops. Yasser Zakzuk, seeking refuge with his family at Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunis, shared his harrowing experience with the BBC, stating, This level of airstrikes is unprecedented. The sheer terror, the children's screams and cries, it's the most intense armed confrontation we've ever witnessed. Joseph Eckerson reporting. Hawaii's state legislature commenced a new session, committing to tackle critical issues exposed by the catastrophic wildfire that obliterated the historic town of Lahaina in August. Legislators emphasized the urgency of addressing these challenges, not just for Maui, but statewide. Fire prevention is a paramount concern, affirmed Senate President Ron Cucci. Meanwhile, Lahaina remains devastated, with cleanup progressing slowly, nearly six months after the fire claimed 100 lives. Jessica Oakley reporting. This is the latest news headlines. In Massachusetts, Dean Capsalis received a life sentence with parole possible after 15 years for the 2021 murder of Henry Tapia following a racially charged road rage incident. Last year, a jury found Capsalis guilty of second-degree murder and other charges, stemming from a confrontation with Tapia on January 19, 2021. The altercation concluded with Capsalis using a racial slur and fatally striking Tapia with his vehicle. Tapia later succumbed to his injuries at a hospital, according to prosecutors. Lawrence Keller reporting. King Charles III of England is postponing upcoming engagements to undergo treatment for an large prostate next week. Buckingham Palace announced, as reported by Politico's European edition, that the king requires a corrective procedure for his benign enlarged prostate. Following the treatment, King Charles, aged 75, will take a brief hiatus from public appearances to recover. Liam White reporting. A federal appeals court has opted to reinstate a U.S. sales prohibition on Apple's premium watches amid a patent infringement dispute involving a sensor, potentially leading to the removal of these devices from stores for the second time in under a month. The U.S. Court of Appeals in Washington issued this decision three weeks after temporarily lifting the ban, allowing Apple to resume sales of the implicated Series 9 and Ultra 2 watch models. This move reignites the legal battle with Massimo, a medical technology firm. Ann Parker reporting. Americans facing hefty overdraft fees could soon see significant relief. 
The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has proposed a new rule aimed at curbing exorbitant overdraft fees charged by banks. In the past two decades, Americans have shelled out nearly $300 billion in such fees, typically $35 per overdraft transaction. The new regulation could reduce this fee to as low as $3, offering substantial financial relief to millions. Paul Gomez reporting. And that's the latest news headlines with Alan Edwards.